0: Join us on the christian men unscripted podcast where each week we will talk about faith and family and anything and everything in between we will talk as christian men living in a world that has seemed to push god further and further away
1: all right welcome back to this podcast where we talk about being a christian man and so last last episode uh if you were listening if you're not go go back and listen to that one uh, but uh in this episode we're going to revisit that so we're talking we're talking about uh being still waiting patience um and I was reminded that you know with uh Jesus he waited 30 years until he started his public ministry uh David waited 40 years to be king and there's this quote that I've read in my study it says it's from Thomas Kelly and it's, he's talking about how uh, God leads us. And he says, I find that God never leads us or never guides us into an intolerable scramble of panting feverishness. So guys, what do you think about that?
0: That's the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I felt like, and like, I think we talked about it last time. I, my whole life, I'm 50 years old. I've been married since I was 19. Mm-hmm. Every decision I made was not being still even getting married. Like, if I tell you the story of me getting married to my wife, we were working at Wendy's. We met at Wendy's. We were 16. Our first date was Christmas vacation, which is like a cult classic now. We went to the movies and stuff.
2: One of my all-time favorite <laughs> movies.
0: But, um, so I I was I joined the military. I joined the Navy. I'm like, oh, I, I don't want to lose her. She's pretty hot. I, I, I probably can't do any better. So I'm like, it's hey, true. why don't we get married? I'm 19. This is like, and thank God it worked out. But it was one of those feverish quick decisions that I made in life. And it wasn't easy being married at 19, but I did love her. But this is the story of my life before I became a Christian. I've always believed in God. I've always felt like, Hey, this world is not for nothing. There's, there's a reason behind why we're here. So decisions that I made were not being still. I, I married my wife at 19. We didn't have kids because she wanted to go to college, But if it was up to me, we'd have kids right away. So I'd have me and my son, we'd be partying right now, you know, because we'd be about the same age. But (laughs) (laughs) she waited. She went to college. She got her degree. She's a teacher. She's smarter than I am. Way smarter. Mm -hmm. So I've made some decisions without thinking. And that's why this conversation being still resonates with me, because I didn't learn how to be still until a few years ago, really, to understand what that meant and listen to the Lord, because... I don't think I was, I felt like I'm a Christian, but not necessarily Christ-like Jesus follower, which I learned at my church, which I learned by talking to you guys, which John and I had conversations 20 years ago, working overtime, sitting out at the lake. And I'm like, oh, these are, these are good thoughts, but yeah, I'm just going to do what I want to do. So I've made a lot of bad decisions and my wife has kind of put up with them. And now as a 50 year old man, I'm learning, mm-hmm. which if we can help somebody else who's listening understand that, Hey, you're a lot. If I would have, had, if your age, even younger at 19, if I would have had influence in my life, Christian men, strong Christian men is which I like this podcast. I, I don't remember seeing strong Christian men. I didn't have these influences. I didn't have a father figure that was a Christian man. My family was not Christian. We did not go to church. I did not have role models, so to speak as Christians. My grandma went to church. I thought church was for old women for potlucks, for bingo, and that men stayed home, watched football, drank beer, and did our thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, the women go to church. I believe, I believe God sure. is there. I'm, if I die, I'm going to go to heaven. I don't know, but that's what I believe. So I didn't have these influences. So as getting married at 19, as having kids, even raising kids, I was not a Christian man. I f- believed in God, but I don't think I was a Christian man per se. You can mm. you know, set me straight on what you think. But as I opened my Bible, as I got more involved in my church, as I started serving the Lord and get involved in ministry, I started to understand what it meant, what this walk means, what, what Jesus wants me to be, what Jesus wants me to do.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah.
0: I didn't realize that, okay, your decisions are not your decisions. The things you have are not yours. They're, mm. Everything belongs to God. You need to understand that. And when you make these decisions, you need to make these decisions, that the decision God wants you to make. And if you don't make that decision, it's going to go bad. And some things have gone bad for me. Yeah. And over the last three years, as I've gone on this journey, things have settled down, slowed down. Things are slower for me now. I don't know if it's retiring from the police department. I don't know, but I believe it's, I just give it all to God because my life is so much easier now, Yeah, so much better. And I don't have the money I had. I retired and made less money, Mm -hmm. but things come easier for me now. And that's because I'm learning to be still, I'm still not perfect. And I'm making these decisions now based on being a Christian man
2: going back to that quote well actually going back to a couple of things you you kind of said okay i went off
0: topic i apologize nope. no no, no. <laughs> you didn't
2: because it, it is the same i look back as well i grew up as a christian and what does it mean to be a christian a believer in jesus right a follower of christ right uh, the term christian to give a quick educational background is it was uh sort of a derogatory term given to the early believers in jesus they were they were called little christ-like people or whatever they thought they were trying to be like christ which is by the way what we are called to do is be christ-like A Christian means you have accepted Christ as your savior. Jesus Christ paid the penalty for our sins. He died on the cross. He rose on the third day, proving he was who he said he was, which is literally God in man. Perfectly God, perfectly man died for our sins. And only he can do it. Only he is perfect. And only we can accept that as a free gift. God loves me so much. He was willing to come down here and walk on this earth and live among human beings, be tempted, go through life. And as you said, at about 30 years old, start his ministry to do these things that he might show how we are genuinely to live, which is to serve others, right? That is what we're called as a Christian to be. It's not what we always do. I think to that point, we make decisions that don't honor God. We go out of out of the rails or out of the lane, if you will, and end up in these feverish spots because we're not waiting on the Lord. We say, I don't quite have like a child, like a kid. We don't have the patience. I want this now. I want to do and this maybe, now, or this feels good. Maybe not to trust Lacking trust. Next thing you know, how did that quote? It ended up like God doesn't lead us into like those feverish,
1: tolerable scramble of panting, feverishness.
2: I can't even say that, but you're the rapper Scotch tape, so you recall those. <laughs> Very good. Put that in a rap. I like it because, yeah. but it's true. You're 100 mm-hmm. right. Someone did share that with me one time when they said, because I I questioned that God. How do I be still? How do I just wait on you and hear from you? And one of the words of his advice that was given me was. If it's of the Lord, you'll be at peace with it. And if it's not, you're going to have that sense of intolerable, scrambly, fever-ish,
0: feverishness.
2: Close, up, close enough. Good job. And so, but the point, that's a good point because am I patient enough to wait or am I going to go ahead and, and take myself into that intolerable craziness? That clearly is not of the Lord. So that is good. I like the quote. I like the point. Yeah. You're exactly right. I'm better at the worst one. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm better at just flying by the seat of my pants and ending up yeah. in that feverish, intolerable, whatever, than well, relaxing and hearing yeah. from the Lord. Well, and we're taught, we're not taught that waiting and, you know, and letting the
1: Lord speak to us, even at a Christian school, you know, we're always asking people, I've always asked people, you know, church youth ministries, Hey, what are you going to do? Like, what are you, what are you going to study at school? What are you going to do? And so there's always, yeah. this, there's always this, like this feverish. Just, I got to figure out what I got to do. Yeah. Like, I got to figure out everything. <laughs> oh All my God. What a great my point. life is this in, and then say, like, okay, well, I, I got potential. I've got this job. I've got things that I need to do. I've got things that I want to. Uh, I want to. You know, I want to have a house. I want to have this car. I want to get a Tesla, um, and uh, maybe two Teslas. I don't know. Uh, you know, uh-huh. maybe you want that. your career to. blows up. You could have two. Teslas. I want. I would love two Teslas. But and then you're like, okay, I got to make decisions to get me into that place. And it's always, it's it's never enough. And there's always one more thing you could do. Yeah. And, and as as I was kind of thinking about this this topic being still as i was listening i was listening to the bible and i was listening to psalm 46 it's be still and know that i am god and then it just kept going psalm 47 psalm 48 psalm 49 and um in psalm 49 it says for all can see that the wise die that the foolish and the senseless also perish leaving their wealth to others their tombs will, will remain their houses forever their dwellings for endless generations though they had named lands after themselves And uh, I just was reminded that, Mm -hmm. man, that is, that is the trajectory that we try to, we, we talk to our kids about, we talk to youth, we talk to ourselves. It's like, we want to get to that place, but, um, and so we don't teach or value being still going slow. We're like, Hey, you need to accomplish
2: something. Yeah. And it needs to be great because you have potential right now. Yeah. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. What's interesting though is one of my favorite books in the entire Bible. And a lot of people think it's more of a downer book as Ecclesiastes. I absolutely love it because every, the word vanity is used over and over. Interestingly enough, he points out that vanity is like steam. It's what the word that is being used is like, it's a real thing when like picture a tea kettle steam coming off of it is real. It's a tangible thing, yet it goes away so fast. And so what Solomon is talking about over and over is You're going after money, wealth, all these things. It's vanity. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, though, he even says, even just going after trying to be an intellectual in the word of God and your relationship with God, if you're just constantly making that your focus, also vanity. What's interesting is at the very end, kind of like you just talked about the trajectory of Psalm 49, we, well, you have to do something, you have to accomplish something. He actually points out, you know, in the end, it's only about where is your relationship with the Lord? the mm-hmm. God who loves you, did you genuinely seek that above everything and have a real intimacy yeah. with him in life? Because if you didn't, if it wasn't, in other words, it's of the heart, everything else was just vanity your whole life because life goes fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Alan, you were sort of talking about that even in your, your younger walk, if you will, as when you said I was a Christian guy, but the women went to church, the guys stayed home. I'm a Christian. And it's just, again, because a lot of Christianity, a lot of people of faith, if you will live mm-hmm. just like that vapor. Let me just check the box of reading the Bible. Let me just check the box of going to church, maybe not being a a genuine godly man. What does that even mean? So I I like your point on that because it's true. That's most of Christianity.
0: Yeah. And I think that's why I kind of, that's part of the reason I wanted to do the podcast because there's not a, I mean, there is more now. There's more Christian podcasters, influencers, men, and I feel like youth, especially young men, because I did not have that. Mm -hmm. You grew up in a Christian home? I did and you did. I did not. Yeah. So I didn't know. And I think if I would have had those influences, not the influence of grandma going, that's the only one I ever remember going to church was with my grandmother. My parents didn't go to church. My dad, I love my parents. I'm not talking bad about my parents, but they had their issues. My mom drank a lot. My dad did drugs. My dad was in and out of jail. I didn't have influences, so I didn't know. And I've talked about it before. One time I went to church with a lady in my apartment complex and she's like, she brought all the young kids and we went to Sunday school. And the only thing I liked about Sunday school was the donuts. Mm -hmm. So I went a few times. I'm like, I'm going to get some free donuts, Mm. (laughs) you know, but I think this podcast, we as individuals, as we do ministry, as we work, we can influence other men, Mm -hmm. other families, other yeah. kids that maybe don't understand what it means like mm-hmm. i think as, even athletes i think I, I would like to have people on the show that are athletes that are christian christian men strong christian men not and, I'm, and i mean strong i don't mean weak i don't mean uh afraid to tell it like it is i feel like if we are 100 real on this podcast and we can tell our stories our lives and just be real say, hey we're we're normal human beings. We're not some, you know, legalistic, holier than now Christians who think that because you're this, we don't love you. Hey, we have problems. I have problems. Right. I yeah. struggle. And to see men like you, Seth, and you, John, it makes me want to be stronger in my walk. And that's I'm trying to get to the point of this podcast and why I want to do it. I want to influence not just men, just families, just yeah. even people. women, even yeah, wives, even yeah. people. Because I do love people. I also...
2: It's a love-hate relationship. It's a love-hate relationship. Yeah. They drive
0: me crazy, yeah. you know? But I really think that, Yeah, you know, just like you guys impacted my life, we can impact other people's life. Yeah. Mind if I share? Yo, so I, I
2: would okay. love you too. Great.
1: So I think, um, you know, as a, being in pastoral ministry, you know, I think a lot of people view pastors differently, you know, like oh. they are... They are, they know they got to figure it out when the reality is I've been a pastor for 10 years, you know, and I'm, and I'm learning a lot of these things and I'm, you know, I'm teaching what I'm learning and I'm, and I'm, you know, studying and, but we, we have to understand that the, for pastors, maybe if pastors listen to this, that humility is really what we're wanting to grow in people Mm -hmm. that I want to grow in. If I'm not humble, then I'm not going to be able to share the real love of Christ. Yeah. So that's something that like, for me. You know, if you have a pastor, just think—you know—he's also growing. He doesn't know everything, and I need to look at the scripture. Maybe there's something that he needs to uh, that that I that I read in scripture, and just talk to him about that. Hey, what do you think about this? What do you what, what's your right. what's your um, input by that? Because not only you know, Alan became a Christian; he's taught me things. I've been in pastoral ministry for ten years, and just to see his heart, his growth has been uh, encouraging for me, and and we can encourage each other in that um, as we learn how to be still and to listen to the leading of God, uh, the people around us, like, and we can hear the Holy spirit if we're still enough for that.
2: Yeah. I love it. I love it because it is funny because we're married. We all have kids. Mm -hmm. We can talk about the Bible. We can talk about ministry. We can be involved in ministry, Mm -hmm. but then we can go home and, and, um, you should be yourself, Mm -hmm. whether you're in ministry or at home without talking about ministry stuff. But a lot of times people put up that veil or that wall of holiness mm-hmm. but then they come home even a pastor and their wife and their kids see a different person than the than the, mm-hmm. the people in the pew see and
0: mm-hmm. i think real quick i don't mean to cut you off and i, I we had this sermon at church a couple weeks ago hypocrisy mm-hmm. i think a lot of non-christians see christians as hypocrites sure like mm-hmm. you you act one way but you act another way mm-hmm. behind closed doors and i don't like that and i don't want to mm-hmm. be that i want yeah. real to be real 100 yeah so and i think that's where we're going to go with this podcast, I know we're this is our first four episodes. There's going to be some audio, there's yeah. going to be things that people might not like, yeah. but I hope they stick with us. I hope we can gain followers. It's not about followers or money or anything, it's just about helping mm-hmm. and being in the ministry. So we'll see where it goes. And I didn't want to cut you off. Did you have more to say?
2: No, that's that's it right there. How can we be open and honest with just living yeah. the life, man? It's I want my kids, I want my kids and my wife. In the behind closed doors, Mm -hmm. whether it's together or just my wife, I want them to see the same person that Seth sees, that Alan sees, that your family sees, that the lady at the Walmart sees. Mm -hmm. And I screw up constantly. Mm -hmm. I really do. But my intent is I want to just be open and honest before the Lord. I want to be humble, which is that just, I just want to be serving Mm -hmm. to others in this as best as possible and be as real as possible because we all go through real stuff. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So yeah, hundred percent.
0: Anything else to add there? Are you good? We're okay. going to stop it. All right. No, I'm going to cut you off. All right. Okay. okay guys. Thanks, Seth. See you <laughs> next episode.